Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Jennifer LeClaire, and this is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Awakening Prayer Hubs. It's a international movement of intercessors contending together for awakening and revival, the billion soul harvest. Whatever your city needs, God wants to give it to you. Whatever's wrong in your city, God wants to cast it out, but he uses people to stand in the gap and you could be the gate in the gap, the gatekeeper in your city that stands in that gap and pushes back darkness and breaks through the barriers that are keeping souls in bondage. Oh, Jesus, I need about a thousand of you to become Awakening Prayer Hub's leaders today. Get equipped in this great army of intercessors, militant intercessors, but it's a family that loves one another, cares for one another, stands with each other uh, no matter what. We stand together. Check it out, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Start a hub or find a hub today and join it. Amen. I'm coming to you live from South Florida, our church, Awakening House of Prayer is here, and I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. I'm sharing three different messages every single week. You've got the opportunity to come and sit in the anointing, prophetic worship, cutting edge messages. 1047 AM is there for you. If you're not in the region, watch online at ahop.online. Just check it out. Registration is free. You can dip in, dip out through the week. But if you want to go deeper with me, have more access to me, take uh, the uh, advantage of the virtual life groups, the virtual healings and prophecy rooms, the virtual pastoral advice, the virtual prayer line, and access to the ahop.online archives, you can go and register to become an official Web Church member today at ahop.online slash Web Church. That second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going into the deeper things of God. And right now we're in a series called Escaping the Great End Times Deception. Escaping the Great End Times Deception. We are in the end times and we are needing uh, revelation and understanding as to what's going to happen. And it's in the Bible. How do we escape the deception? It's real and it's rising. You don't want to be deceived. Check it out at schoolofthespirit.tv slash deception. That third service is four o'clock. There is no uh, worship at four o'clock. It's straight up teaching. It's either school of prophecy, school of prayer, school of deliverance, school of uh, the seers or school of spiritual warfare. It's there for you every Sunday or find it online at schoolofthespirit.tv. Amen and amen and amen. Let's get right into the devotional today. I'm reading from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, I Am Your Momentum. Come on, that's a good word. The Lord is saying, I am your momentum. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Listen closely. I am reminding you today that I am your momentum. 
The Lord says, I am your momentum in the battle and I am your momentum in the good times. I am like the snowball effect in your life. And if you'll just cooperate with me and not resist me, if you'll just resist the devil and not resist me, if you'll just submit to me and not submit to the devil, if you'll just get your life in order with my word, you will see in a moment that those things which had opposed you year after year will have to bow down to you in my name because the momentum in your life will be so strong and be so great that it's almost unstoppable. Only you can stop it, says the Lord. Come on, only you can stop your momentum. Only you. Let's stop giving the enemy so much power. Let's stop submitting to him. Let's stop agreeing with him. Let's stop resisting God's will. Let's get our life in order with the word. Let's renew our mind. Let's tap in, step in, and move in the momentum of the Holy Spirit who is with me today. Come on. If you're with me, say amen. You can find the scripture references in the devotional Victory Decrees. Pick up your copy wherever books are sold. Now check out the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional. Father, help me submit to you fully so I can see the fullness of your momentum in my life. Teach me to ride the wave of your glory (laughs) and the wind of your spirit. I decree deafness to every monitoring spirit that has come to spy on my momentum. I declare the enemy's momentum against me is halted and reversed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning because you are the God of our momentum. Your wind is at our back when we walk with you, when we talk with you, when we wait on you. You will show us what to do. You will help us out of the problem. You had the solution before we had the problem. You are so good and we praise you. The master problem solver, we praise you. The ultimate prophetic solutionist, we praise you. The God God who sees the end from the beginning and makes the crooked places straight. You order our steps right toward heaven's gate. You are so good. You're an awesome God, awesome in power, mighty in battle, true to your word. You're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. There's no shifting shadow of turning in you. You are a glorious, victorious warrior, God. You never lose a battle. You never uh, turn away. You're always with us. Never leave leaving us or forsaking us even till the end of the age. You're right there. You're right there. Come on. You're right here, God. You're right here moving in our midst. You are right here waiting to pour out your wisdom, waiting to pour out your blessing, waiting to connect with our faith. So Father, help us today to release our faith. Let our faith meet your blessing and pull it down. Let our faith meet your healing power and pull it down. Let our faith meet your delivering power and pull it down. Let our faith pull from heaven, whatever it is you have ordained for us in this season. Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you well. Come on. Your faith has made you free. Your faith will do so much for you if you work it. So Father, help us to work our faith today. Lord, help us to work our faith today. Lord, help us to release our faith into the circumstances in our lives that 
defy your word. Help us, Lord, today to release our faith into the problem, to release our faith into the sickness, to release our faith into the marriage that's falling apart. God, would you help us today to be a people who walk in faith, walk by faith, not by sight, not by what the enemy says, not by what the news media says, not by what our own renewed mind says. We want to walk by faith so we can release our faith. You have given us the measure of faith. We don't lack it. We're not lacking. We're not lacking. We're not lacking in faith. You yourself have given us the measure of faith. We don't have to wonder where it's going to come from. We know where it comes from. It comes from you. You are the source of faith. You are the source of life. You have given us the measure of faith. And you said, if you've got faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and it has to obey you. <laughs> Jesus, you said whatever we ask in prayer, we will receive if we have faith. So Lord, help us to stir ourselves up in our most holy faith, praying in the spirit, praying by your word, praying if with, 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 with a determination, praying with an enduring spirit, praying with a persevering heart, whatever we ask in prayer, we will receive it if we have faith. So Father, today, help our unbelief. We believe. Help our unbelief. We believe. Help our unbelief and help us to remember to tune out the enemy of our soul to tune out his vicious words, to tune out his lies, to tune out his threats, to tune out his intimidation, to tune out everything other than your still small voice. Help us to tune our ear to your still small voice. Help us to tune our ear to the truth in your word. It's our truth. It's your truth that sets us free. It's our faith in your truth that sets free. You told us in Romans ten seventeen. Faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So God help us to tune our ear to every word that proceeds out of your mouth. Help us, Lord, to incline our ear to you, to hear what you're saying. Even in the midnight hour, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We want to release our faith for somebody else. We want to release our faith for the prodigal to come home. We want to release our faith for the church to grow, for the ministry to grow, for the business to grow. We want to release our faith, not just for ourselves, but for others. So we need a new measure of faith. We want to walk in more faith than we possess right now. We know that we can grow in faith and that healthy things grow. You've given us the seed. You've given us the measure. Help us, Lord, to water our faith with your word. Help us, Lord, to water our faith with your truth. Help us, Lord, to keep watering our faith until it grows into a strong tree that cannot be taken out and taken down by any storm in life. You told us in your word, God, if we build our life on you, if we build our life on the rock, if we build our life on Jesus, who is the word made 
flesh, that when the storms come, we'll be, we'll keep standing. When the hail comes, we'll keep standing. When the wind comes, we'll keep standing. When the sickness comes, we'll keep standing. When the demon powers come, we'll keep standing. Oh, Jesus, when the bad news comes, we'll keep standing. When the afflation comes, we'll keep standing. When the crisis comes, we'll keep standing. When the virus comes, we'll keep standing. God, help us to keep standing on the rock, standing in faith, standing and withstanding in the evil day, just like Paul the apostle instructed us in your word. Stand and withstand in the evil day, having your loins gird with the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness fastened on tightly, the helmet of salvation secured around our chin, the sword of the spirit firmly in our hand, the shoes of peace tied on tight, and the and the and the, 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 the shield of faith quenching all the fiery darts of the enemy. Oh, the fiery darts may come, but they won't hit us. They won't penetrate our armor. They will not. They will not. They will not because our faith is strong. Faith, the evidence of things hoped for, the assurance of things not seen. Lord, we are convicted today that it will be just like you said it'll be. When Paul the Apostle was out being tossed to and fro uh, by the waves on a boat with prisoners, an angel visited him and said, Paul, there will be no loss of life. And Paul prophesied and said, it'll be just like the Lord told me. I believe what God said. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Let that be our way of thinking today. God, if you said it, you meant it. If you said it, you'll do it. If you said it, you'll be true to it. If you said it, you'll bring it to pass. If you said it, you'll make it happen. If you said it, you'll manifest it. If you said it, because you're not a man that you should lie. So help us. Lord, not to lie against the truth. Help us, Lord, not to be a people who, who abandon hope, who, who, whose faith becomes shipwrecked because of circumstantial evidence. Faith is our evidence. Whatever circumstantial evidence the enemy has brought forth to the courts of heaven, it's circumstantial. It's not reality. It's smoke and mirrors. It's temporary. Your faith abides. At the end of the age, faith, hope, and love will abide. Faith, hope, and love will abide. Faith, hope, and love will abide. So we stand on your word. <laughs> we stand on your truth. <laughs> we stand on the covenant. We will trust in the Lord with all of our hearts, acknowledging you and your word in all our ways. We will be instructed. Your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We believe in you, Jesus. Our faith rests in you, not in our own abilities. Our faith rests in you, not on our friends and family. Our faith rests on you not on our money. Our faith rests on you, not on our job. Our faith rests in and on you. You are worthy of our allegiance. You tell us all things are possible to the one who believes. And we say, yes, we say, yes, we believe. We say, yes, we're going to keep standing. Well, we've done everything we can do. We're supposed to stand. Paul said, when you've done all you can do, stand.
So we're standing on the rock. We're standing in faith. We're standing on the word. We're standing and walking and moving and living and having our being in the one true living God who died for us to make a way for us out of no way, who defeated the principalities and powers that rage against our lives. You are the king. You are the Lord. You are the master. You are the savior. And we worship you today, God, because you are worthy of our worship, no matter what it looks like. You are worthy of our allegiance, no matter what it sounds like. You are worthy of our loyalty, no matter what it feels like. Oh, Jesus, we're not going to walk by feelings. We're going to walk by faith. So we stand today in awe of the one true living God. We're standing firm in the faith, immovable, unshakable, because we are citizens of an unshakable kingdom, a kingdom which cannot be shaken. God, I thank you that you're not shook up by what shakes us up and we will not be shaken up again. We will stand and look at you and you will keep us in perfect peace. Our faith will make us whole. Our faith will make us free. Our faith will make us prosperous. Our faith will make us wise. We'll receive everything from your heart by faith. The just shall live by faith and we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we are moving from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from, from strength to strength and as it's all for you. It's all for you, Jesus. All is for your glory. You have the preeminence in our lives. All is for your glory. So we're still we're going to be still and know that you are God and choose to believe your word and stand in your presence with hearts filled with awe and wonder. We don't know how you're going to do it, but we know you're going to do it. We don't know how you're going to make a way. But we know you're going to make a way. We don't know how you're going to bring the healing, bring the miracle, but you're going to do it because you are not slack about your promises. You're always on time. We praise you. We thank you today in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Come on. We're going higher. We're going to deal with the enemy now. We've received from the Lord. We are strong and we are ready. The spirit of might rests upon us. Quickly share this with somebody, no matter where you're listening. Clubhouse, ping somebody into this room. Would you please TikTok? Get that shared Instagram. Let's go for it. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Bam, bam, bam. Let's go. We're going to get into this next segment now. Could your spiritual hedge be weakened? Is the enemy taking advantage? Come on, let's do this. Let's do this. Your faith is high. When your faith is high, you can run through a troop and leap over a wall. When your faith is high, you can run with the horses. When your faith is high, you can overcome anything because your eyes are in the right place. When your eyes are on the prize, you'll move toward the prize. When your eye is toward the calamity, you'll move toward the calamity. You'll always move toward what you focus on. Remember I said that. You will always move what, what you what toward what you focus on. Why am I so successful? Because I'm focused on what God has for me. Uh, the enemy comes and tries to distract, but I don't let him get away with it for more than a minute. I will get back on the ball. I will keep my eye on the ball, so to speak, and I will hit that home run. I'll knock it out of the park, and so will you when you stay focused on him. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about this hedge of protection. I want to read you a scripture. 
Job 1, verse 10. Now you are familiar with the scripture. Job 1, verse 10. This is the enemy talking to God. <laughs> Look at the context. This is the enemy speaking to God about Job. And the enemy says, you always have a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is, but reach out and take away everything he has, and he will surely curse you in your face. Let's look at this out of one more version. Let's look at it out of a more classic version. New King James. Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. The enemy is saying, pull the hedge down and watch him curse you. Now, God's not pulling your hedge down, but sometimes we pull our hedge down. Let that sink in. Sometimes, yes, God does allow certain warfare in our lives to strengthen us, to help us, to get things out of us. But for the most part, we're the ones responsible when the hedge is lowered. We, we, <laughs> we're the ones most of the time that are bringing our hedges down. And when the hedge is down, the enemy comes in like a flood. When the hedge is down, the enemy takes his best shot. When the hedge is down, bad things happen. And so we want to be careful about this hedge of protection, that it stays high up around us. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. That's, a, that's another hedge, the shadow of the Almighty. That's another hedge. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fears him and delivers him. That's another hedge. See, there's all kinds of hedges in the spirit, and I don't have time to talk about all the kinds of hedges that God uses or what he uses to create a hedge. what I'm trying to get at is, is your hedge down? What brings your hedge down? Sin. What brings your hedge down? Well, I'm not saying, okay, what brings your hedge down? Gossip. What brings your hedge down? Disobedience. What brings your hedge down? Cooperating with the enemy, being used of him, being a tool in his hand. What brings down your hedge? Anything that's not a faith. Scripture says, whatever is not a faith is sin. What brings your hedge down? What brings your hedge down? Is the enemy taking advantage? You would also bring your hedge down, though, besides sin. Sometimes what brings your hedge, hedge down? Trauma. It's not your fault, but you're not paying attention. Your eyes are not on the ball. You're in a weakened condition. The enemy likes to kick us when we're down. What brings your hedge down? Grief. What brings, brings your hedge down? Physical pain. Understand that there's natural things and spiritual things that we're dealing with here. And you know that when you're in excruciating pain, you're not as apt to be as keen in the spirit. Why? Because your physical body is compromised. We're a three-part being. What goes on in our soul can affect our body. What goes on in our body can affect our, our soul. And our spirit man is not affected by anything the enemy does. However, if our soul is not keen, if we're not uh, hearing the voice of God, then we're not seeing the enemy approaching or hearing his footsteps, he comes in. So it's not always your fault when the hedge comes down. It might be. But remember, especially when you're walking through times of grief and pain, sickness and disease, disappointment, disillusionment, upsetting times. Understand, you need intercessors backing you up 
so that they can help you keep that hedge of protection around you. You understand what I'm saying? God's not usually the one bringing it down. He did with Job. He gave the enemy permission. And there are times when the, when the Lord gives the enemy permission to sift us, but it's still within the bounds of God's control. That's why scripture says he will let more come on you than you can bear. Now we put, we put ourselves in positions where more comes on us than we can bear. See, people get confused about that scripture. Oh, the scripture says, no, it won't come on me, but more I can bear. But sure, there's more coming on me than one I can bear. Number one, if number one, you sometimes, and I sometimes bring things on myself that bring in situations that feel unbearable, right? Other times it is the enemy, but we really can bear it. But why? Because God's grace is sufficient, right? So we want to make sure that this hedge of protection is solid around us. So the enemy doesn't take advantage, come in with a sucker punch. So let's pray into that. So Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we repent for anything we've done that's allowed the enemy through the hedge of protection. We ask you, Lord, to forgive us if we've disobeyed you, if we didn't hear your voice because we were distracted, if we didn't understand what your will was because we didn't take the time to get to know you and read your word. Lord, if we've been lukewarm in the spirit, whatever we've done, if we've done anything, if that's the cause, if that's the root of the hedge coming down, if the enemy made a way in because of anything we've done, Lord, would you forgive us? And would you teach us? Because we don't want to do that again. Would you restore the hedge? You said, if we are, if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So cleanse us, God, and restore the hedge in Jesus name. And Father, if if we've been in a time of grief and pain and 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 and, and upset and, and and so much going on in our lives that we're just trying to survive and we haven't been fighting, we haven't been praying, we haven't been able to even swing the sword, we know that you're our defender and you're our protector. But we also know that we need to we need to surround ourselves with people who can fight for us, just like David. When he was old and he was he was weak, he was old. He wasn't the man he used to be at the end of his life. And the Goliath's brothers surrounded him and they were about to kill him. But David had people around him that took out those giants. So Father, help us to remember, even when we're feeling vulnerable, when we're feeling grief and pain and trauma, to reach out and to, to humble ourselves and ask somebody, listen, pray for me because I can't pray for myself. Help me because I can't help myself. Sometimes we go through things we don't even feel like praying anymore. We don't can't even focus on the word. God, you've seen us go through trials and fires. Lord, help us to just be of presence of mind, just to ask somebody, would you pray for me? So the hedge doesn't come down. So thank you, Lord, today for reestablishing the hedge of protection around us. Help us to walk in the fear of the Lord so your angels can continually camp around us. Help us, Lord, to draw close to you even when we can't pray, just to draw into your presence and sit there so that we can abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Help us, Lord, even during the times when you do allow the enemy to sift us like wheat, to stand and withstand in the evil day and to continue to walk in your will. We give you praise and honor and glory today. We will submit ourselves to you. We will resist the devil. He will flee. He might not flee immediately, but he will flee. We will outlast the devil. We will stand strong because you are with us. You are in us. You are for us, never against us. You are ready, willing, and able to deliver us from the hand of the enemy. You are our defender, our protector. So help us, Lord, today to take responsibility for anything we've done to bring warfare on ourselves. 
but help us also realize that you are a loving and forgiving God. And as soon as we repent and turn back to you, you'll start fighting for us once again. You'll give us the battle strategy once again. You'll give us the strength to push back the darkness once again, because you are good and you are faithful. And even when we're not faithful, you are faithful. You're a good, good father. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We praise you and we thank you and we honor you and we adore you because there's nobody like you. No other God mighty to save. No other God mighty to heal, to deliver. You're an awesome God. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, he's good. I know some of you have been in a season of just trial and tragedy and trauma and warfare and upset and divorce and bankruptcy. And I mean, I know people out there are going through it. Some of you are on top of the mountain saying, oh, my life is real good right now. But you know, these things come in seasons. You know that. That's why we have to stand together because when one is weak, the other is strong. The Bible says two are better than one because when one falls down, the other can pick them up. We need each other. We need each other. Come on, go ahead and tell your neighbor, I need you. We need each other. We need each other. We all have blind spots. Sometimes we can't see what we can't see and we don't know what we don't know. We don't want to have wrong thinking, wrong attitudes. We don't want to be releasing word curses over our lives because we can't even see sometimes what we are doing. Sometimes we can't see it. And we need to be correctable. We need to be teachable. When, when a friend comes to us and says, you're not thinking right, mm -mm, mm -mm, that, that's the enemy right there. That's not God. That's not, that's not, mm -mm, you're not thinking right. We need to humble ourselves and not get offended. And we need to be teachable. We need to understand when someone's saying something to us out of love, out of a right spirit, out of care and concern, we need to grab a hold of that and take it to the Lord and say, help me see what they're seeing because I'm not seeing it. And I don't want to be less than. I'm supposed to be. I don't want to be below. I want to be the head, not the tail, above only, and not beneath. You know, when your leader corrects you, take it to heart. Don't take it as condemnation. Take it as love. The Lord disciplines those who he loves. We need to stop being afraid of correction. Every great tennis player, basketball player, football player, they all have a coach. Guess what? And they're being corrected all day. Your form is wrong. Your swing is wrong. Your shoes are too tight. You got the wrong clothes on. That's not the appropriate, uh, whatever. And somehow in the body of Christ, we can't receive correction. We get offended or ashamed or feel rejected or judged. The Lord disciplines those whom he loves. I don't know who I said that for, but if you go to church this weekend and your pastor corrects you, <laughs> remember that I said that. It has to be in love, 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 always in love. Some leaders are mean-spirited. It's got to be in love. Amen, amen, amen. My coffee's tasting funny today. I think it's the collagen. That's the only thing I changed. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Awakening coffee tastes good, but when you put the wrong collagen in there, it can taste different. And what you put in your coffee matters. Guys, you know the Awakening coffee, if you've ordered that, that's been shipped. You can find that at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Slash coffee, all the proceeds go to funding our prayer and prison ministries. Go over there and pick up a bag. We've got the Watchman Blend, the Warriors Blend, and the Morning Glory. 
you know, something wrong, something I put in my coffee today is not sitting well with me. Nothing worse than having morning coffee that's messed up. That's why I drink Awakening Coffee. Check it out. Awakeninghouseofprayer.com slash coffee. Check that out. Just don't get the wrong collagen because that ain't my fault. Our coffee tastes good. It's Guatemalan coffee. It's roasted in Maine, fresh roast. It's top-notch coffee. Check it out. Awakeninghouseofprayer.com slash coffee. You can help support a good cause. Coffee with a cause. Amen. God is so good. I remind you today's broadcast is uh, dependent uh, uh, on, uh, 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 I should say today's broadcast, our ministry rather is dependent on your donations to keep it going. I want to spend 15 seconds just telling you quickly how you can help, not just help us keep going, but help us expand. You're like, well, this is a, this is a social media broadcast. Why does this cost you money? Well, this social media broadcast doesn't cost us money, but the mechanisms through which we stream it, the platforms that we have to connect to, to get it to you, the devices and the computers that we stream from, the graphics and the staff to manage it, all that does cost money. So if this is helping you every once in a while, sow a seed, you'll get more out of it. You know, God loves a cheerful prompt to do it giver. And I say prompt to do it because I know there's been times in my life where I have been instructed by the Holy Spirit to give and I've forgotten and I wasn't prompt to do it and I forgot. But I believe when you share uh, seeds in this ministry, you're tapping into the anointing that's on this ministry, which is what? Prayer, spiritual warfare, deliverance, revival. Amen. So consider sowing a seed every once in a while. You can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can uh, use Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the text to give. Text to give is text the word pray, P-R-A-Y to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, P-R-A-Y to 754-701-2161. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, you can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box. If you want to mail a check, a money order, a book, a gift card, a, a testimony, whatever, you can use P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 333. Zero three. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for all the generous donors that help us keep this prayer ministry going. I thank you for the opportunity, God, to, uh, to, to, to just bless your name and honor your word today. I ask you, Lord, to just multiply this offering back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. God is good. Awakening Prayer Hubs, today's broadcast is brought to you by Awakening Prayer Hubs. It's a prayer movement, and Cindy Jacobs is standing with us, Lou Engel, Mike Bickle, James Gall, Dr. Uh, Bill Hammond, and so many others are standing with us. We are looking for a 1,000 prayer, uh, prayer warriors to raise up as prayer leaders. Check that out at awakeningprayerhubs.com. We are contending for awakening and revival. Guys, this is a critical time to be praying. I said the other day, and I stand by it, if we don't begin to pray for our cities and we don't have organized, coordinated prayer with things that are going on in the earth, things will uh, get darker. And we know that the things are going to get darker before they get brighter. We know that. But how dark do we want it to get? 
We can push back. We can mitigate certain circumstances through prayer. God hears the prayers of the righteous. Yes, there's been difficult things we've had to go through in the earth, and it's always going to be that way. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. When you're praying and you know God is hearing you, you can be of good cheer. I need you to join up with us. Join a prayer hub or launch a prayer hub, awakeningprayerhubs.com. We have national leaders, regional leaders, super hub leaders to help you. I just started a new, uh, kicked off a new teaching series in there for Awakening Prayer Hubs on uh, wisdom warnings. We kicked that off with a prayer and an announcement. We'll be doing that. I'm teaching, creating some leadership videos for you in there. There's the inner healing track. So check that out. You get on the email list, text the word profit, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, to 844-764-0260. Text the word profit to 844-764-0260. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. I will see you on the other side. Guys, have a breakthrough day.